Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tech Talk is underway here on this Saturday. And right up front, we want to tell you it's all about your calls and texts. And you can get a hold of us on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. 651 651-461-9226. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, by all means, get a hold of us. Doug's on the line. Doug Swinhart. How you been, Doug? Oh, absolutely wonderful. You know, it's a little warm-up today. I kind of like that. Whether it's it's dark and cloudy, but it sure is warm out. Yeah. No doubt, and it's going to get even warmer as some 60s in our future next week. So really good stuff. Yeah, no doubt. Time time to hurry up and get stuff done then for winter, right? Yeah, for sure. I've got a lot of leaves to clean up, that's for sure. Hey, Doug, uh, let's start with a call right out of the gate. Let's go to Bill in Bloomington. Bill, you're on the air with Doug. Bill? Doug? Hi, Bill. What's up? Uh, this is Bill Limpert from Bloomington. Remember, you set up my oh, sure. link a couple of years ago. Oh, sure. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah. I'd like to get together with you sometime. Anyway, All right, I can give you a call after the show. What do you got going on? The problem is that the printer, you know, the HP color uh, laser that I've got, is not recognized by the computer, and it had been for a long time. And I went in and looked. Looked at the printer and everything looks like it's okay, but there's no connection there. You know, I can almost guarantee you've got an update from Windows that has overridden that driver. We can take care of that in a hurry. I'll give you a call after the show today, Bill. All right. Uh, very good. Thanks for the call, Bill. Once again, Bill in Bloomington joining us. Uh, and you can do it as well, 651 461 9226. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Couple of calls right out of the gate. Doug, let's go to Julie in Minneapolis. Julie, you're on the air with Doug. Hi, Doug. Um, I have a old Mac uh, Air. It's about it's a, a desktop, of course. It's um, about eight years old, and I can't use the current version of Chrome with this operating system. Is there anything I can do short of buying a new computer? Uh, download and install the Brave Browser, B-R-A-V-E. It's built on a Chrome core. 
So most like Chrome, only I think it's much better. Try that. And if that doesn't do it, you shoot me an email or give me a call, and I'll give you a couple other alternatives. But, yeah, this could be an issue. Your original Chrome that you downloaded, chances are, was a 32-bit. And since then, they've discontinued the 32-bit, but that's what's trying to install at this point. Now, Google has been making attempts to make that change invisible, but the Macs aren't going to let that kind of thing go on, so it's going to be a little bit more work on your side. But in the interim, download Brave, play with that, and I don't think you'll miss Google Chrome one iota. And thank you so much for the call. All right, Doug, uh, spell that out, B-R-A-V-E, just like Brave, like it sounds. You bet, dot com. It'll take you right to it. Um, and this this goes back to something we have talked about for years, have multiple browsers. Quick story on that. I generally use Google Chrome at work because we're locked in on that, and I use it mm-hmm. at home because I have uh, Chromebooks laying around the house. But I had trouble at a particular website getting a transaction to go through. Something was funny. Um, if I plugged in my shipping address, it would get in my email address. Uh, I would put in my email address, it would get rid of my shipping address. Long story short is, I switched over to another browser, Edge, ironically, and it worked fine. And that is a great great example of why you want multiple browsers. Sometimes subsites don't work with one browser or another. And you know, it might not work today, but it'll work tomorrow. But you got to get stuff done today. Yeah, there's some things that happen that, that I don't think anybody can explain, whether it's little dirty bits in, in the line of the Internet, or I'm not certain exactly what goes on. It could be static, uh, radio interference. But if you're having something that is just stopping something in a browser, that's not good. First thing I'd be checking to see, make sure your browsers are up to date. And sometimes they won't update it at all, and that's not good news for anybody. But you're absolutely right. I think bare minimum, people should have bare minimum of three web browsers on their computer. I'm testing them all the time. I think last time I looked, I got seven or eight. I use three consistently. But I'm going to keep testing because if something better comes along, I want to know about it. But that is an absolute great example of a of, a, of an advanced user, something that's run for years and years and years, and all of a sudden, there's no explanation, no error, just quits working. Yeah, this happens a lot. I can almost guarantee that it had something to do with your cash. But when you're in the heat of business, you're in the heat of getting something done, you ain't got time to start fooling around your computer. Go to another browser, get your job done. When you got time, come back and do low maintenance. Great story, Steve. Thank you. All right, Doug, uh, top three browsers before we go to another call. What? How do you rank them? What would you have on your machine? What would you recommend to folks? Well, I, I absolutely, my go-to browser is Brave, B-R-A-V-E. The next one in line is going to be Firefox. I think Firefox has some advantages in certain sites, especially YouTube, that you just can't find anywhere else. And then, of course, I, I stumbled across about a year ago, LibreWolf, L-I-B-R-E-W-O-L-F, and that's built on a Mozilla Firefox engine. And I love that browser, too. It's slick, it's clean, it's fast. And other than that, I use another one for sites I'm really mm, questioning, and it's Ghostery, G-H-O-S-T-E-R-Y. And I actually pulled that in from the Mozilla site, 
And this thing has got all kinds of stuff that you probably normally aren't going to be using. But if you've got a questionable site and you want to hide yourself and be uh, anonymous and be just get in and get out, that's the one to use. Either that or a Tor browser. But a lot of sites are blocking Tor now. So those are my, my main, main browsers. And I hope that helps. Yeah, and by the way, if you have a Mac, you're going to get Safari, and that's not a bad browser either. Oh, I like Safari. I, I really do. In fact, I've got it on my Linux machine. It, uh, it's, it doesn't run near as good as it does on a Mac, but it's wonderful. I've got some other rumors, too. You know, Microsoft had some, uh, some issues with Edge, and apparently they're rebuilding that from the ground up for Windows 12. This should be interesting. When they kind of make those kind of moves and start putting together special teams of programmers and developers, we can usually expect to see something quality come out of there. So I'll look forward to that as well. All right, very good. Uh, By the way, if you want to get in on the program, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. It is the city's one plumbing and heating talk and text line and let's go to sam and eden prairie sam you're on the air hi guys um i love the show i've been listening for the last couple of weeks and i really enjoy your uh, radio show um oh, thank you just real quick i was wondering yeah i was wondering if you had any recommendations for a laptop that would be um you know under 250 dollars. i know it's a real stretch there but a good one just for surfing online or um you know using it as a computer i'm not really looking for gaming or uh, downloading anything, but yeah, just a good under two hundred fifty dollar laptop that you'd have a recommendation for. You can find a plethora of under two hundred dollar um, Chrome machines. I just a plethora. By the way, you are picking a really good time to buy these. Yeah, right now, just prior to Black Friday, you should be checking Amazon and eBay and CDW and and Egghead and all your special places where you Micro Center. Check for prices. Even if you happen to buy one today and say Black Friday, it's 30% less, nearly every online retailer and store retailer will just give you back the credit. I would think that for that kind of money, you really want to be in a Chromebook. You just can't do much better than that. You don't have to worry about anything. Just fire it up and you're rocking and rolling. If it's basic needs, if you've never played with one, you're going to be pleased when you you sit down and, and just actually do one. They're all over. Um, Costco, uh, Target's got them. Oh, yeah. Uh, Micro Center. You're hard-pressed not to find a Chromebook today. And I think you might even be hard-pressed to, to spend over 200 unless you get into a top, top, top-quality hardware. I just don't think that's necessary with a Chromebook either. If for what you're looking for, you should have no trouble at all. And I hope that helps. Yeah. The, the one sitting in front of me, I think I spent $225 about five years ago. It doesn't yeah, yeah. owe me a nickel. And yeah. the, the thing is, is that everything's in the cloud. If the hardware goes bad or it gets stolen or broken or I spill a Diet Coke on it, no big deal. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm online right now, and you, you brought it up. Your favorite retailer, you, you can get a pretty nice machine with a 14-inch monitor. Now, now granted, it, it's not the greatest monitor in the world, but if you're going to be online and you're going to do a little of this and a little of that, 200 bucks, no problem. Oh, yeah. Yep, I agree. I think, too. Uh, now, when people are looking at the Chromebooks as an extra machine, because they're probably going to travel with them, a lot of people are going with the 13-inch laptops. Nice little, which are going to give you a better battery time. 
I have difficulty going below that. If I if I get smaller than a thirteen inch, Steve, I just uh, I I can't run the keyboard and I can't quite look at it and 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 do it. I squint my eyes all the time. But a thirteen inch is a nice size. Um, and remember now, the smaller you get, even though it's a less resolution monitor, it's smaller dots and it's smaller and it looks crystal clear. Big thing is is weight and how much you're going to carry it. And you know, Google started the Chromebook. And they advertise this as always new and always clean. And that's because when you start it up, Google takes care of all that in the background. It's a, it's a good concept. I think we're going to see more software going to that way, even operating systems. And, of course, Android's coming up too. But I'm really impressed with the Chromebooks. I truly am. Quick break. We have more Tech Talk with Doug coming up. And, by the way, the number again. 651-461-9226. If you're having trouble with your computer, hardware, or software, or whatever, feel free to get in touch. We'll go to the text line. Uh, wondering about something called Windows Copilot. We'll get into that. And with a Chromebook, can you have another browser, or are you locked into Chrome? We'll get into that with Doug in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is Tech Talk on a Saturday. We're on the air between 3 and 4 o'clock. Doug Swinahart, so generous with his time. And by the way, we'll have his phone number and email at the end of the program today. So stick around with that or for that, and you can get a hold of Doug uh, during the week if you would like. Uh, Doug, let's get back to those Chromebooks. If you have a Chromebook, are you locked in to the Chrome browser, or can you get another browser if you want? Oh, if you've got the space to install it, and most Chromebooks do, you can install Firefox and Brave and, and Vivaldi and Edge. You should be able to install any browser. I, um, I've i never seen one that turned down. So, yeah, that's that's the first thing I do even on a Chromebook is add another browser right away. First thing, you, you have to have that. It's, just a, it's an absolute must. 
All right. So that is easy. And once again, the storage isn't a ton. It's not like you can download a lot of movies and television shows if you're going to be on a plane and watch it that way. I mean, you can do a little bit of that, but but you are limited uh, storage-wise if you're going to use it to particularly watch back videos. I, I, I certainly realize that. It's like, okay, I can download a couple episodes for a flight, but then on the other end, I got to delete those and download a couple more. Um, yep. Yeah, you know, the flip side to that is is I know several people who started out with a $150, $200 Chromebook, and after a couple of years, they liked it so well, they stepped right up to the plate and went to the Google website and bought a Pixel computer. They'll run eleven, twelve hundred dollars. You got plenty of space on them. Yeah, they'll come with a full terabyte SSD drive and and unbelievable resolution monitors. They weigh about a pound and a half. They're gorgeous machines, absolutely gorgeous. So it's um. Let's keep in mind we're talking about a two hundred dollar extra computer here, but you can go all the way and get into the high tech stuff with a Chromebook as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no limit on what you can spend, but. You can certainly get into them cheap. A lot of good machines out there, around $200 or less if you bet. if a Chromebook's a good fit. All right, Doug, here's one. I apparently brought it up like next or a week ago on the program. Uh, Windows Copilot. Um, mm-hmm. what, what, what about that? How does it work? Oh, this is interesting. You know, when this first was rumored, it was going to be the big splash for Windows 12. But sometime around May, they decided to roll it out as an update for Windows 11. People are excited about this. This is artificial intelligence built into Windows. So it's a central thing. Now, my understanding of this is everything that you do with the Copilot, it's going to report back to Microsoft. So I, I, I know there's some people concerned about privacy. But if you're a developer, you're going to be especially concerned about this. This is a nice touch. AI is everywhere today. In fact, I was helping one of my grandkids set up a, a, a video creator with AI. 15 minutes, and they were building their own cartoon show. It was unbelievable. And I foresee this to become a part of every operating system. Most of the time, it's a third-party software. Windows has taken a big step. Microsoft has taken a big, big step here to build it right into the base operating system. I look forward to seeing some 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 hills and valleys and a couple of tough spots to go. But as far as Microsoft is concerned, this was a smart, smart move. This is getting them a lot of attention, and if they pull this off right, it's going to be good for everybody. Yeah, I, I like Copilot. I haven't had a chance to play with it much, but what I can see, it's a dynamite package. Yeah, and one, one of the things, Microsoft, you, you and I have talked about it endlessly because so many people have a Windows operating system of some sort. Mm-hmm. And sure. I, I think it gets difficult, you know, 7, 8, um, 10, 11, when do we update, should we stay put, so on and so forth. I, I just wish at some point they'd go to Windows and leave it at that and update accordingly. And if they're trying to squeeze a little money out of people, you know, do that. But I think it really gets confusing because there, there's still machines that are out there that are running just fine with Windows 8. Oh, absolutely. Still running Windows XP in Europe. Yeah, it's, um, it really is. I agree with that as well. But, but, you know, the big thing here is marketing. If they're not coming out with something that's, that's new and fresh and shiny and, and fast, and you've you got to have something to sell. 
And that's the big thing. Now, and I think with Windows, is it, it's become such a mature operating system, it's getting darn difficult to come up with something new and innovative. And I think that the last several versions, whenever they brought something new out, we're, something's been taken away. And we'll probably see as an update in later versions. And I just don't care for that. I think once the public has something and they're using it, they should leave it in there. They shouldn't be taking it away so they can make it an upgrade later. At that said, I don't think Microsoft has done a, as much of that as some. So as, uh, they're doing a good job. This AI, this is going to be good. This thing is going to be actually looking as a developer works to, to and judging, is this intuitive for most users, engaging it worldwide. Yeah, this is going to be big. I think this is going to be all right. So it's um, but yeah, we live in an in a never standstill society, especially with technology. People are always looking to see what's coming out next, what's new, and it's getting to be a push at this point. It really is. Well, I'm glad there, you brought that up. There, there is so much money to be made. Oh. You, you brought up worldwide and billions and billions of humans, and more and more connected. And anything that can make that experience better or easier or whatever, uh, there's a lot of money on the line. Oh, yeah. Or worth a dollar a month more per user. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, when you stop and consider that Gmail alone has over 8 billion accounts. Well, I'd like to have a dollar a month more for that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Right. Yeah, that that would work. That's not chump change. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Hey, quick break. We have more Tech Talk coming up with Doug. And by the way, we're on the air Saturdays between 3 and 4. But it is available at the website as well, WCCRadio.com, or wherever you find podcasts. We invite you to check out our uh, earlier shows, they are available, WCCO Tech Talk. Uh, you'll be sure to find it that way. We'll have an update on the weather and then more with Doug. Don't forget our phone number, always available, not only for this show, but all our shows here on News Talk, 830-WCCO, Cities One Plumbing and Heating, Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. We have plenty of room for a call or a text. We'll get into those in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swindahart is joining us, as always, on a Saturday between 3 and 4, I'm Steve Thompson. Jonathan Lowe is our producer. If you call in on the City's One Plumbing and Heating talk and text line, you'll visit with Jonathan at 651-461-9226, or you can send a text as well. And, Doug, we got a good one right out of the gate here from our text line. Uh, for general home use, do I need a VPN? First of all, I'll explain what a VPN is, but then... Uh, you know, for general home use, do you need one? Yeah, you know, a year ago I had told you they're nothing but a pain. They're difficult. They slow you down. But after playing with them and figuring out exactly how to make it work, I like them. 
a virtual private network, I think, is absolutely essential. It's going to create some difficulty getting used to it. Say, for example, I'm looking at my computer and I want to watch something on Netflix. That VPN may actually tell Netflix that I'm in Czechoslovakia. And, and Netflix has caught up with this and a lot of the streaming services has too. But it protects your IP address. And if they don't know your IP address, they don't know where you're at, how could they possibly hack into your computer? Now that they've got this thing down to where they're really running good, I think everybody should have one. And by the way, Steve, Proton Email, they, they've got one where if you actually have a paid service for your email, they've got a VPN service they throw in for free. I would value that at 10 to $15 a month per household standing on my head. Fast, clean, and run like the wind. I just love this thing. Probably the best VPN service I've worked with so far. I'm really impressed with that. So, yeah, I think people should, should look into it. At the same time, with the VPN, I don't think you need to be spending quite so much money on antivirus or malware software. It's going to be watching part of that as well. It's not a replacement for antivirus or malware. But you can tone that other software down and keep your resources on your computer going towards what they need to be going to, and that's work for you. But yeah, I think it's a good idea that people research and learn about them, and there's lots of services out there. Get one that might not be the cheapest, but what you're looking for is stability and speed and reliability. It's gotta, you got to be able to trust it. You really do. And I hope that helps. Yeah, and Doug, let's get into uh, malware and virus protection. Uh, and I know opinions change over the years and what you need and what you should be running. With mm -hmm. a Windows machine, uh, as of today, what do you recommend? What should people be running to protect their computer? If their version of Windows is Windows Pro, I would say go ahead and use Windows Defender. Keep your license current and let the good times roll. You should be fine, especially if you've got a VPN or you've got a solid, safe network. And at the same time, if you've got Windows Home, I would recommend getting an outside vendor. Uh, pick up Malwarebytes, um, ABG. Um, uh, uh, there's a, just a plethora of them out there. I would just as soon do business with an antivirus or malware that's here in the United States. They're your current you're, you're probably going to get better support and go that route. Uh, but with Windows Home, I absolutely would recommend that for sure, for sure, for sure. Get a good quality antivirus and malware protection. Now, some people say, well, you know, I don't think it's as important as it used to be. I disagree. You might not be hearing as much about it as we used to 5, 10, 15 years ago, but there's a lot of activity out there. None of it good. And if you don't think so, just go to the FBI Cyber Division webpage, and they'll, you'll see a list of what's happening. It'll just It's enough to make you ill. So, yeah, it's we, we haven't won this battle by any stretch of the imagination. You know, I, I would say that would be your best approach. And people should also do a little research, I think, about the technology of their wireless in their house. Wi-Fi 6 is really what everybody should have, and 6E would be the best scenario of all. If you've got an older version of, of wireless, you're much more vulnerable than you would be by upgrading that router, if necessary, and upgrading your equipment. And I think that this is probably the last time we'll see this happen in the next decade or so. But I hope that helps. It's a big, big question. 
never-ending battle, so keep on top of it. Yeah, and Doug, if you're getting your home internet from one of the biggies, Xfinity, CenturyLink, or one of the other major providers, typically uh, you can get in touch with them and, and find out how old the, the router is in the house, the router modem, and maybe get an upgrade. But we, we have talked about this. If you're using one of those providers, generally uh, paying a few extra months, uh, bucks every month to lease their equipment is probably a good idea. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it may cost you ten or eleven dollars a month. I, just, first of all, you don't have to worry about the equipment. You don't have to think about the warranty. The monkey's actually on Xfinity's back or CenturyLink's back to make absolutely certain that that packet is getting into your house properly, and that's that's huge. Not to mention. The equipment that they've been delivering is outstanding. I mean, it's absolutely outstanding. You might not have as much control as we'd like to have when it comes to packets and, and network shaping and load balancing, but overall, for ease of use and just stable performance, you just can't do much better. Xfinity especially has been putting out some dynamite equipment in with their rentals. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's, and if you've got a gigabit feed, you then you have to absolutely have a gateway. That's that's the way to go. I couldn't agree more. All right, uh, Doug. Uh, another one from our Cities One Plumbing and Heating Talk and Text Line. Uh, what program uh, uninstaller do you recommend? Does Pervasor have an uninstaller? Uh, Pervasor does not. But what I use is I I just jump online and I go to Google and I type in. Geek Uninstaller, G-E-E-K-U-N-I-N-S-T-A-L-L-E-R. This gentleman, by the way, lives in Minnesota. I love this program. It's a lot like Revo Uninstaller. It's just, I think it's more intuitive. It's just easier to operate. Now, now if you're looking for Windows um, apps, it's actually got a section where it'll list them all separate. If it doesn't show the program... It's got a force uninstall, and it does. It goes in, takes out all of the temp files, takes out all the hidden particles that the normal window, the normal program installer that came from the developer generally doesn't take everything out. I think it should be law international, but it's not. So these uninstallers, I think, are important. They have a free version and a pro version. The free version, well, cost you nothing. The pro version, I believe, is like 19 bucks or something like that, and you have a lifetime license. I like the fact that this gentleman's from Minnesota, too. Let's keep it as local as we can most of the time. Geekuninstaller.com. All right, so that is a good one. Uh, there are other uninstallers, and I, I'm glad this person brought this up about uninstalling. I, I think this is super important on a smartphone. I kind of went through mine the oh. other day and said, you know, when it's Masters Week in April, I get the app uh, and and follow the golf tournament. It's a great way to follow that golf tournament. Uh, I, I certainly don't do it during work hours, but when I am following the golf tournament in April, I looked at Jonathan Lowen. He doesn't believe me for a second on that. I, I, I admit, <laughs> I, I do follow the golf a little bit during work hours. But nevertheless, no reason to have that app on your phone. Get rid of it. Install it next April, right? I mean, oh, I agree. clean that stuff up. Oh, I agree. And, and I think you're right, too. I think that these uninstallers are much more important on a smartphone than they are your computer. Just for giggles, I took my S21 5G phone, 
and I downloaded an app from the Play Store called App Manager, and it's a it's an Android program. This thing showed me 176 programs running in the background on my phone, most of which I have no control over whatsoever. Not all the time, but they're coming and going and in and out. I I, I just I'm not comfortable with that. I'd like to have more information on what these programs do. Why are they necessary? Do I have to have them installed? And as soon as you start taking out too many, you're going to screw up the operation of your phone sooner or later. It takes an enormous amount of work to unwind all this. But I think an uninstaller on a smartphone is essential. Most of these uninstallers that are for your smartphone, they won't allow you to take something out that's going to cause you problems. That alone is worth its weight in gold. I think I paid for this one. I think it was like $3. One thing about these smartphone apps, they're not that expensive most of the time. And they're usually worth it. Just got to make sure you know who you're doing business with. Because Google or Apple, a lot of times they will not verify the, how do I say, cleanliness or quality of the program itself. That's up to us users. So bear in mind. Keep that in mind. But you can check by their reputation and see what they're doing. And you look through the reviews and, you know, just... Work smart. And if you do that, you should be just fine. Yeah, uh, Doug, another one before we take a break from our mm-hmm. text line at 651-461-9226. And that has to do with uh, the program C-Cleaner. Uh, there, there has been a hack in the rearview mirror of C-Cleaner a while ago. Are, are you aware of any security concerns right now with C-Cleaner? No, they got that all cleaned up. You know, AVG bought that out, the antivirus program, the antivirus company. And I don't know whether it was before or during or after that transition, but for the first time ever, CCleaner was hacked. It was hacked and it had to do with their update procedure. CCleaner is a, is a great program, and I really like the company, Pureform, that created it. And I think it's going to be a great program moving forward, too. Problem is, is I can only be, dedicate myself to what I feel is the best. And I think Piriform just, or excuse me, I think that um, Pervasor fills that gap. It just does such a great job. CCleaner is still a great program, don't get me wrong. There's things that CCleaner does that you can't really do with Pervasor, but they're usually simple things yep. that you can do in Windows. But I, I'm, um, I, I just, um, I'm really loyal to programs that have been really, really good to me. And Pervasor has been really good to me. A uh, quick break. We'll come back. Uh, someone's getting ready to update from a mechanical hard drive to a solid state drive. We'll get Doug's thoughts on that. We'll do it in a moment on Tech Talk here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. It is Tech Talk each and every Saturday between 3 and 4. It is available at WCCORadio.com or anywhere you get podcasts. Today's show past shows wcco tech talk and we'll have doug's phone number shortly here on the program but let's get back to that uh talk and text line and doug from our texter i have a dell laptop converted from windows to linux mint good news i love the results and want to take the next step replacing the old mechanical hard drive to an ssd hard drive what do you recommend Oh, they just got a plethora of information to go here. I, I would need to know the actual model number of that. If that laptop is new enough to use an NVMe SSD drive, I'd spend the money and go that route. 
Probably it's going to take a normal two and a half inch drive, but you'll see a tremendous improvement either way. And there's a couple of ways to go about that. You can either mirror the drive that's in there, or you can start fresh. But this individual has already given me a clue. They've installed Linux on a machine. They're comfortable with that. I'd say put in the drive and do a fresh install from the ground up. They're, they're capable of doing this. I'm thinking that I probably would, probably an older Dell. I'm thinking they're probably going to spend somewhere around $30 to $40 on a 500 gig SSD drive, pop it in, within two hours be up and running. Then they take and they plug in their other drive using a, an adapter, their original drive, and make that into a, a backup drive if they want. And then they can move their data over. Piece of cake. This person that installed Linux, I'm sure, won't have any trouble with that yeah. whatsoever. None. Yeah, and we've brought it up before. If you have an older machine, this is a great use. Maybe you're ready to move on from Windows. Uh, Linux is a great way to keep that old equipment running, especially depending on what you use it for. Great way to get online. Oh, no question about it. And, and what people will realize, too, is um, you know, the gamers have been watching this real close. And when you're gaming online consistently worldwide, Linux is going to operate about 15% faster. And this is this is average of, of using Steam and, and, and the whole nine yards. So I'm really quite impressed with that. I thought that maybe that, that Microsoft be closing that gap, but I don't see that happening. So it's a, if you're a gamer, you're definitely going to want some section of your computer set up to run Linux as well. Just for no other reason, just to test. So it's a, it's a good move to make, and it's good for people to expand their minds and expand their abilities. It's just healthy for them. Yeah. I, I'm glad to hear that people are doing this more and more all the time. Yeah, it, that, that is really good news and encouraging that someone's taking that step and keeping mm-hmm. an older machine up and running. Speaking of that, what is the best place locally to sell an old working Dell laptop? They don't need it anymore, but it, it, it's still in good shape. Where should they go? Boy, I think that if it was me, I'd be looking for a sale. I would put it on eBay, and it's not that tough to sell stuff on eBay. I don't know if I'd be too interested in working with Craigslist these days. You know, they've gotten such a bad reputation as of late that I would, I'm a little leery of Craigslist. But there's some other things around. Like, we've got one in Invergrove so I'm some neighborhood site. People are buying and selling stuff like crazy. The closer to your house you can get, the better. But just run a little Google search, and I'm sure you'll come up with all kinds of stuff. As far as like a secondary store or a sell and and uh, or, or or an assignment shop, I, I don't know too many that w- would really take that kind of time. Really, isn't anything that specializes in that because the prices on new computers keeps dropping. So it's a uh, if you want to get rid of it, I'd say eBay would be your place. Be as honest as possible. Everything that's wrong, tell them about it and. I When I sell something on eBay, if you're not happy, I want to give you your money back, and I want that product back instantly. Yeah, no questions asked. I, I always go that route. It just helps. Yeah, and e- eBay is a good way to go. And real quick, you want to make sure you clean up your data, wipe that computer, make sure oh, yeah. it is you know, very clean, uh, You know, set it back to factory, and make sure that hard drive is wiped. That is certainly a big deal. All right, Doug, we've got to run. We're out of time. Great hour today. Thank you. Uh, how do people reach you during the week? Oh, 651-552-9543. And, of course, admin, admin, at wccotech.com. admin at 
WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. And Steve, thank you so much, and have a good weekend. Yeah, you as well, Doug. We'll do it again in a week. Tech Talk Saturday is between 3 and 4 o'clock. A lot of great calls early in the program and a lot of great texts on the show as well. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.